Hello, my name is Wendy Myers. Welcome to the Live to 110 podcast. Um, really apologize. We've been on hiatus for a little while. I actually had a virus for several weeks and I, I didn't have any podcasts recorded um, that were backed up that I could have used. Um, but I was not able to record any new ones because I, I assume you didn't want to hear me coughing and hacking away um, during the entire recording. <laughs> so, uh, but now I have a lot of podcasts recorded and we have a lot of very interesting shows for you coming up in the next few weeks. Today we have Nikki Jensen on the podcast and she's going to be talking about how to get on the same page with your spouse regarding your child's health care. I think this is a big problem for a lot of women, including myself. Uh, my husband and I uh, had a lot of arguments and disagreements about our child's health because I had very firm beliefs about what I know to be true and what I know is best for my child. And he had a lot of very uh, very, very strong beliefs of what, about what he wanted for his child and his envision, you know, what he envisioned, uh, for his child. And, you know, everyone wants the best for their child. That's the, the end goal. Um, but I also wanted to announce, uh, on this podcast that I have, uh, separated from my husband and we have begun divorce proceedings. Um, you know, just on a personal note, I wanted to let you guys know that. Um, you know, uh, sometimes in life, two people grow apart and, uh, they just can't get along any, any longer. They just can't seem to make each other happy. And my husband and I decided that that was the, the right path for us was to go our separate ways. And, uh, now we're both very, very happy about the decision and whatnot. Um, but I also very strongly feel that being on mineral power, uh, for myself and many of my clients, when you begin mineralizing your body and, and detoxing metals and chemicals uh, that are interfering in your brain function, um, you begin to have more mental clarity, you begin to feel better, you begin to have more energy, and you begin to see things more clearly, see things for what they really are. And uh, for myself, I just decided to uh, you know, make the decision uh, and and leave my husband because that I knew was ultimately going to make me the, the happiest, best person, <clears throat> even though it was a painful decision. Um, and I, I don't think I would have really come to that conclusion as quickly if unless I had been on this kind of a detox program. And I have this with a lot of my clients as well. Uh, their their brain fog begins lifting and they they leave their spouses, they leave their jobs and they make major life changes because they finally have the energy to kind of stand up for themselves and, uh, you know, claim what is rightfully theirs. Um, so just uh, an interesting thought uh, in regards to the kind of, you know, uh, power that you uh, can can achieve and you can really come into your own as you become healthier. So today on the podcast, uh, I want to make the disclaimer, please keep in mind that this program is not intended to diagnose or treat any disease or health condition and is not a substitute for professional medical advice. The Live to 110 podcast is solely informational in nature, so please consult your healthcare practitioner before engaging in any treatment that we suggest today on the show. Our guest, uh, Nikki Jensen, uh, she is a Telesummit host and founder of the Women's Wellness Academy and Weight Loss to Wellness Program. 
she also is a uh, you know, founder of the Wheat Free Adventure class. Uh, she's also a gluten-free paleo chef who specializes in helping clients with gluten-free living and weight loss. Nikki carries degrees in sociology, social sciences, broadcasting, and is certified in nutrition and the culinary arts. Nikki is passionate about inspiring women to live their best life and helping co-create a healthy future for our world. When Nikki isn't working, she is off enjoying life in sunny San Diego with her husband and her two kids. Nikki, thank you so much for coming on the show. Hey, Wendy, thank you so much. I'm so excited to be on your podcast. This is amazing. Yeah. <laughs> well, why don't you tell the listeners a little bit about yourself and your story? Well, it's been quite the journey. Um, where do I even start, really? Um, let me begin when I um, first got kind of um, sick. I was pregnant with my daughter, and me and my husband took a trip to Las Vegas. And, um, I ended up getting really sick there and ended up, it turns out that I have a gluten intolerance. So that started my gluten journey, right? My gluten-free journey. So I took out all gluten from my diet. Okay. And then I lost 30 pounds and all these things started changing my life, right? When you lose 30 pounds, it seems to change your life. Then I became, um, a nutritionist. And then uh, after that, I started a program called Wheat Free Adventure to get people to lose weight. And then um, from there, I was also a social worker in Wisconsin, and I was working full time and doing Wheat Free Adventure and doing also some cooking stuff. So then I became a um, gluten-free paleo chef, Mm -hmm. okay? Left the social worker job that I was there for eight years, and that was so stressful. So I left that, became a um, paleo chef, gluten-free paleo chef, and started working for clients, helping them lose weight, delivering their meals for them. In the meantime, still having a wheat-free adventure. And now, uh, just last, well, just this year in March, I um, did my first uh, tele-summit called Mega Wellness Summit, which was a fantastic uh, week. It was only a week, but it was the busiest week of my life. And it really was great. I think it changed a lot of lives. I got to talk to, um, Dr. Isabella Wentz, Sayer G, some incredible, um, shifters out there in the wellness world. And it really, um, propelled my career. And and so now what I'm doing is helping women, with um, my new, my newest and latest project, which is Women's Wellness Academy, mm-hmm. so I'm very excited about that. Great. Well, we're going to talk today about how to uh, get along and perhaps agree on making decisions about your children's health. But why don't we start with uh, your struggle with your husband regarding your children's health? Why don't you tell us that story? Yeah. So. Um, I wasn't as, I I mean, I was raised more natural and holistic, but I wasn't, um, as into holistic, uh, things as I am today. Right. But I knew, um, 10 years ago when I was pregnant with my son that there might be something up with vaccines. And my mom brought it to my attention saying that, you know, 
Uh, I had a seizure and uh, fainting spells as a child. And so she connected that with vaccines very early on. And she didn't really tell me anything until I was pregnant with my son. And I didn't think that there was any problem with vaccines. And so that's the, the kind of the kicker that started the whole situation with my husband and I, where he was, he was raised conventionally. I was raised more holistically and naturally. And so we were just butting heads. Like, I don't really want to take my kid to um, a doctor who doesn't believe the same things that I'm believing and want to do with my, my kid. I don't want my kid to have, um, antibiotics or be injected with foreign things that I'm not exactly sure what's going on inside that serum. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You know? Yeah. I'm right there with you on the same page because my daughter was vaccine injured and developed autism uh, following a series of vaccines. Luckily she's recovered. Uh, thankfully, um, but many people are not so lucky. So, uh, luckily my ex-husband agreed, uh, to not vaccinate, um, especially once, uh, she was, she was injured by the vaccines. So, and that's a very, very tough issue that a lot of women face that are trying to protect their children from the vaccines that clearly cause injury and death and, and brain injury and very traumatic injuries just in my small client population, uh, A lot of very serious injuries, paralysis, et cetera, from vaccines. Right. And I wasn't uh, worried about the disease or the, the illnesses that they all, they want to scare you with. I was actually scared of the vaccine. Yeah. Yeah, me too. And um, my husband, you know, he was in the military, so he was um, injected like hundreds of times and he's like, well, I am fine. So you know, I don't understand what the big deal is. And then when you have to put your kid into daycare or preschool, the issue comes up again. So it's sort of like always having this scab that you're kind of scratching at within your marriage because it it's always, um, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't say the problem is always there, but it comes up whenever you have a life change, you know, so as soon as we had to put our son into daycare, well, where's your vaccines, your your paperwork? Um, well, <laughs> I don't have that. <laughs> so uh, how did you how did you work to resolve that conflict with your husband? Well, I do have um, an entire video series of me explaining exactly how I did it and how we overcame the situation. And still, till this day, I would say that um, it it isn't a problem because he he definitely sticks by me now. Um, but I tell the story of that it took a very long time. Wendy, when I say a long time, I mean a long time. <laughs> <laughs> but you you won clearly. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I joke. It's not about winning. You know, you want to agree and be on the same page. Well, I just. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. It was like, I, I'm scared of vaccines. I really am. And I don't know what was going to happen if I injected my children even later in life. So when this whole California SB 277 thing came out, that's another, you know, something I had to scratch at because I had to talk about it with my husband. Like, what are we going to do? Because, 
he doesn't like to, he doesn't want to homeschool. Yeah. And this is the mandate. If anyone's not familiar, the mandate in California where now all children going to public schools will be required to be vaccinated. And I think it's also for children going to private school. Um, I'm not a hundred percent clear on it. Yes. Yeah. But yes. private school, even, um, they were trying to get homeschooling to get vaccinated too. And they were like, well, that's dumb. Who, who are they going to be harming at school? Yeah. But it does go into effect in July. And because of the seizures and the fainting, um, you know, I was able to get some documentation to help me that um, I don't know if it's going to be available to everybody. But at the same time, um, that might help me. I'm not sure. We're not sure what we're going to be heading into here coming up in this next school year. Yeah, and you can, you can go to vaccineexemptions.com and at least get a fill out a form for an exec- exemption for personal beliefs or religious beliefs to not vaccinate, and hopefully that will stall a little bit for anyone living in California. Yeah, yeah, that will stall it for a little bit um, until, like, I think the seventh grade. Depends on where they're at in school. Mm-hmm. So anyways, that's, that's another, um, road that we're going to be on with, uh, the whole vaccine issue between Mm -hmm. my husband and I. And so if the documentation that we have currently, you know, what you just said, the personal exemption and, uh, the medical documents, then, you know, I don't know. I don't know. So how did you and your husband get on the same page, um, with, uh, you know, agreeing to not vaccinate your child? Mm. Well, this is what happened. Um, and I go into greater detail again at the video ser- on the video series um, at womenwellnessacademy.com. Um, so it took a lot of talking. And I didn't want to throw books in his face and say, look, read this, read this, read this. Here's another video for you. That wasn't going to work with my husband because just like the pediatrician did um, – when my son was born and when I told him that, you know, it was probably not going to be a best choice uh, for us to see you, he basically threw the book in my face saying that what your beliefs are are wrong and I won't be seeing you as a patient either. So great. Um, my husband felt the same way as he did and he believes wholeheartedly that the man in the white coat has all of the answers and that, you know, we as mothers, we as humans are less than, and we don't know our own body. So, you know, it took some time. It took time to heal things. Um, when he saw that my children were very healthy, that we took multiple plane rides without them getting sick, um, that they've never had an ear infection They've never had an ear infection. Mm-hmm. They, um, they, they've had the common colds, yes, but they never had croupy cough. They never had, um, what other, uh, I don't know, chicken pox, but his chicken pox isn't really even relevant anymore. But childhood diseases, they never got. Mm-hmm. And they're extremely healthy. And so what it took was um, other people validating me. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh, your wife doesn't vaccinate? Either do I. Mm -hmm. Because X, Y, and Z. So she's right. Yeah. And he's like, oh, yeah, totally. Yeah, she, we we decided not to do that a long time ago. Like it was. (laughs) That was his idea. (laughs) Right? 
So again, uh, just patience, time, um, treating it with tender, loving and care. I mean, just not throwing each other, um, under the bus. And it's a very sensitive subject. And just to have, um, to, to see the other side of things and to come to a common ground. Yeah, it's a, a very touchy subject. When I have posted uh, blog posts about vaccination or posted them on Facebook or other social media, people get very angry. Uh, people are very, very firmly, uh, you know, staunch in their beliefs especially when it comes to vaccination, even if they have zero education whatsoever, they just have this idea that you have to vaccinate because they prevent disease. And um, certainly there's a lot of husbands out there that have not read one single, even an article on vaccinations, but yet, uh, you know, they, they can definitely, you know, uh, uh, pose a barrier uh, to us as wives and as women uh, protecting our children um, from this, you know, very, you know, well, well-known problem uh, to uh, children's health. Um, so what do you think men and women can do? Um, do you think they can get on the same page when it comes to children's health? Oh, yes, absolutely. Um, take somebody, take your husband, take your wife, to see somebody who, who knows your belief. So what you can do is go to a doctor who believes what you believe. Let's say, for example, Dr. Sears. Okay. He's a great doctor who can see both sides. If you take your children there, he's going to explain to your spouse the both sides of the story. From there, you guys can decide and, and what are the alternatives? What are the choices there um, that you have? Uh, not even in regards to maybe vaccines, but maybe maybe one doesn't want to take their child to the doctor at all or to the hospital or, or whatever it is. Um, go seek somebody of a higher profession who has qualifications in that area who can be more or less like an advocate, but also can see both sides of things and um, kind of be a mediator as well to come up come up with a solution together. Yeah, then they're a person of authority, especially medical authority, because many times a spouse won't listen to you, but they'll listen to a medical authority, uh, tell them the exact same thing, but they'll accept it coming from another person. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I never went to the doctor with my husband uh, with my children, it was actually the validating of his friends that, uh, that did it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they were also not vaccinating. Yeah. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So uh, what do you think newly married couples should discuss prior to having children? <laughs> Great question. If I would have sat down with my husband we talked about disciplining and we talked about, um, how we wanted to raise our kids, but what we didn't talk about <clears throat> was <clears throat> how we were going to raise them holistically. 
because I really didn't know that I was going to be gung-ho on raising my children holistically at that time. A lot of women are in your same boat because people grow and change within a marriage. And many women listening today maybe weren't so healthy when they got married, but they are, you know, listening to this podcast and doing a lot of research on the internet and reading about health and wanting to be more healthy. And sometimes your husband is just not as interested in that as you are. Exactly. We all grow over time. We have to consider that um, as a growing pain in marriage. But before you get married, <laughs> you're not going to always foresee that that's going to be an issue later down the road, right? But what you do have to recognize is that you're going to have children together and that um, you're both going to have to be co-parenting. So one is, you know, how are you going to discipline? Because if, you're, if your husband wants to spank and you don't, that's huge. If your husband wants to um, scream and yell as a way of discipline, you have to talk about that. Again, you're not going to know exactly how you're going to be as a parent beforehand. But you can also tune into how they were raised. Were you yelled at? Were you spanked? Where did you get lots of shots <laughs> as a child? How did your mom treat you when you got sick? Did she give you lots of hugs? And uh, I think a part of that is a window to see how they're going to be as a father. And, you know, same goes for the men uh, listening to the to this as well. So what are some tips that you can give the listeners to help them better communicate with their spouse to resolve disagreements about child health care? Well, again, I'm not a marriage counselor, but I do want to say that, um, for one, it's, it's patience, it's love, it's kindness, it's compassion. Compassion will heal most things. When you say, I, I hear you, I hear what you're saying, but I'd love for you to hear my side as well. And never put the you in there. You did this to me. You're doing this to our children. As soon as you put the you in there, what happens? It's like, oh boy, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go ahead and get mad now because I feel like you're blaming me. When you put the, I feel that this is best for our children. Mm-hmm. And I, I know that there are other ways. How can we communicate as a partnership um, to, to come up with what is ideal for our children? What's in the best interest of them? Yeah, and that's going to make someone or anyone much more receptive to listening rather than why do you want to do this and you're going to harm them. Those walls and defenses will go right up and they won't hear a thing that you say. Exactly. And there's a lot of times that my husband didn't hear me either, especially when it came to vaccines, because he just thinks he just thought it was ridiculous. He really did. And he thought, well, everybody vaccinates Nikki. Everybody does it. Why do you have to be that person who goes against what professionals are saying? That's a hard thing to take. That's Mm -hmm. really, um, that really digs at your soul, I think. Um, And why do you have to be different? Yeah. And so are there any other tips that you want to give about communication that you think might be helpful? Um, 
In regards to your children's health, I feel that you have to always be their advocate. And because they don't have a voice, they don't know um, whether what to say for themselves. They don't, let, let's just say this, every person has intuition. They're built with it, right? As soon as you step in to the doctor's office, as soon as you step into a situation that gives you that gut feeling that you shouldn't be doing this, you need to communicate right then and there with your spouse or whoever to say, this isn't working for me. This is going to be, I'm getting a bad feeling here. Go with your gut feeling because trust yourself, trust your gut that you are right. I think we've left behind the days where um, we're, I don't want to say self-medicating, but where we trust ourselves in our own health care, you know, and we do know best for ourselves. Mm -hmm. We really do. And you do. In this day and age, you have to take responsibility for your health. And that's one of my main messages on livetoone110.com. No one is going to do that for you. Uh, Not the doctor, not the nurse, not no one. Um, because you are the, the best line, you're the first line of defense in your, in your family's health, and you do have to educate yourself and arm yourself with knowledge. Exactly. Um, because you know yourself best. You know your body best. Yeah, and you know, don't, don't rush your husband to understand your side of things. Uh, like I said before, you know, take your time, and time will, time will heal things, and get professionals who are on your side, um, who believe in you to speak to your husband or your wife and, and, um, come to a decision together. Yeah. Yeah. I had an interesting, um, you know, discrepancy with my husband, (laughs) my ex-husband is, uh, he was a germ phobe and I was a chemical phobe. (laughs) So when it came to our daughter, he didn't even want her going to preschool to avoid germs. And so, and I just thought that was completely insane. And it was only when she developed, she had some developmental delays, clearly, and she had a a diagnosis of autism, did he, you know, allow her to go to preschool. Otherwise, she would have had further delays. Um, So this was, uh, to me, completely insane, but I eventually was able to convince him otherwise. Uh, But there's a lot of women out there that, their husband wants them to start school at one time, and you know, for me, I wanted to, my daughter to start school at two years old. Um, I started at three years old, and that clearly in studies shows that children that start school at a younger age have, are much more successful and are overall happier, and there's lots and lots of studies that show that's um, advantageous. Um, but additionally, I was a chemical phobe, so I didn't want certain right. chemicals and cleaners and things in the home. And him being a germ phobe, he wanted everything clean with chemicals <laughs> because bacteria was the threat. Um, so we had a lot of conflict in the house over these uh, fairly... Well, then, you know, then it goes to, well, here we go with um, some essential oils like on guard. <laughs> This will this will kill the bacteria and germs, honey. Yeah, it's all good. Yeah, he yeah, wasn't convinced. Wasn't a hundred percent convinced of that, unfortunately. <laughs> like he wanted to bleach everything. He wanted to bleach everything. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know. A good thing, you know. My I can understand that would be definitely 
a, uh, a conflict with, with my husband. He thinks that if you put everything like my, my daughter puts, she bites her nails and she puts everything in her mouth. And so he feels that that's why she might get sick. And I'm like, "Mm, I don't think so. Yeah. (laughs) We have to have, um, and if we touch something and we put it in our mouth, we have to have an immune system. We have to our, allow our, our gut, our our um, immune system to fight for us. Yeah, it has to practice. It has. Yeah, that's exactly. how it gets. That's how it gets good at fighting germs is practice. And what I would do is I would take my daughter to parks and let her get super dirty and play in the dirt and all this stuff. And he yeah. would, he would have died if he had known that I had done that because <laughs> he yeah. just, he just did not want her touching, touching things and getting germs and getting sick. He had a lot of fear around that for some reason. Um, but, uh, but I thought, okay, she needs to practice, uh, practice getting sick so, to strengthen her immune system. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and then it's it starts with our our, our gut and putting good pro- probiotics in our in our gut and having a good organic food to eat. It's not all about you know germs. It really isn't. Yeah, no, it's not not at all. It's about how well your body, your immune system can defend you, and that, like you said, involves so many other factors than simple exposure to viruses or bacteria. Yeah, I just did a class on that actually. That is it really the germs that's making us sick? You know, it's it was a germ campaign really back in the nineties that when they wanted to come out with this whole antibacterial thing, right? It's to get rid of the bacteria on your hands is really not very good. We need to have that bacteria to defend us. Mm. And so it's just we have to be mindful of of campaigns, you know, that are twisting our minds to make us think that that we're going to be uh, again put us in a fear state. Yeah, or that we're going to be safe if we use triclosan containing hand soap or whatnot. Exactly. And the Purell, I'm like, I avoid it like the plague because it has chemicals in it and perfumes that are estrogenic and things like that. Right. So my ex husband would be you know, lavishing that all over his hands every opportunity he got yeah. um, to the point where his hands were dried and cracking from yeah. so much hand washing and, you know, alcohol containing a Purell and whatnot. Uh, it's a little comical. And I would, I would avoid that like the plague. I don't, I want no part of that and no part of uh, the triclosan uh, devastating the environment. There are lakes and rivers and whatnot that have been decimated because of the runoff from the triclosan. So it's an environmental concern as well. Right. Yeah. Right. And it's it's just about campaigning. And what we have to be mindful of is what we choose to believe. Yeah. Because now we have like OCD uh, epidemic. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. And I definitely think that it's part of uh, part of the germ campaign. Yeah. So, what really is the issue uh, when it comes to communicating with your spouse and your child's health? What really is the issue when it comes to communicating with your child's health? Well, I mean, the real issue is that what is best for your child. You want to know how to. Uh, you can't be a mind reader. You can't see the future, but your children 
are the bottom line. Their health is the bottom line. What is best for them? Even though you're going to come back with backgrounds of, well, I was raised this way and I was raised this way, the common ground is to discuss what is best for that child. We are all individuals, every single one of us. Um, we're going to eat differently, act differently. Our personalities are different. So we have to be treated as individuals. And herd immunity doesn't make sense because we are all different. So we have to take that into consideration. The bottom line is that children are individuals. They need to be treated as as individuals and their their um, their diets need to be catered to them. So some children are allergic to milk from uh, infants from being a, a baby, right? And so I would say that most children shouldn't have cow's milk, right? But some babies are more fussy than others, even with breast, breastfeeding. Mm-hmm. So right again, you have to see that child as an individual. Well, my child is allergic to, uh, well, I'll say for my son, myself, my son, uh, whenever I ate broccoli, he became extremely gassy. So then I knew that I couldn't eat broccoli. Well, what else did I have to do with my diet to make sure that my son was going to be happy and that I wasn't going to affect his body? Making changes and shifts within their own diet and within your own relationship with your with your spouse to make sure that your children are getting the best the best care that they can get. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so you designed a new school for women. Um, can you share a little bit about that? Yes. So back in May, I um, I kind of hit this rock bottom where I don't even know why I hit a rock bottom because life was really great at that time. But I just felt like, what, what am I doing here? What is my purpose? What is the, uh, who am I supposed to help? So one day I was, uh, I always have these downloads in the shower. I'm like, seriously, tell me what, what do I need to do here? Who do I need to help? And it wasn't um, all of a sudden, but in increments, slowly but surely, I started to get um, kind of visions of what I needed to do and and who I needed to help. So I put a message out there on Facebook, you know, like, what kind of nutrition school would you want to attend? And what would be the classes and the courses that you would want? So the feedback that I got was great. And so... When I, uh, what I got was that I needed to help women in particularly and talk about nutrition. Uh, let's empower women to, to really uh, rise above, right? To take action of their own health and their family's health. Let's talk about vaccinations. Let's talk, let's get you the information that you need um, so that you can counteract that with your pediatrician. How about this? This was, I I haven't even seen this in a school. Getting women before they have children. What do you need to do to your body to prepare for children? And I don't think a lot of women think about that. I certainly didn't. That you should really go through a detox period, right? Your body should detox. And how do you detox? And what are the methods and what do you need to take 
in order to prepare your body for a healthy pregnancy. And not only that, a healthy baby. Is it going to help you to get a flu vaccine during your pregnancy? No. <laughs> Please do not take that poison uh, when you're pregnant. But I'm telling you, every um, OB is going to push that. I got the flu shot and the H1N1 at the same time um, when I I knew I shouldn't have done it. And my doctor said it's a really good idea. The, uh, Again, the, the gut intuition. Yeah, I knew I shouldn't have done it. And it could very well have contributed to my, my daughter's developmental delays. Um, or even her, her autism diagnosis and whatnot. So you you really do have to go with your gut. And I'm, I love it that you're educating women. You have a pre-pregnancy planning course, and that's fantastic. It's very important. It is very important. We're going to have weekly yoga class. We have five incredible teachers. So we have um, one, our yoga teacher, her name is Shauna Artman. She's uh, local to San Diego here where I live. And she is amazing the words that she speaks just speak right to your soul to your spirit and to uh, she's just astonishing then we have i don't know if you're familiar with uh dr jack wolfson you're no i'm not, not sorry okay so uh his wife heather dr heather wolfson she is a chiropractor in arizona mm. and they wrote a book um well, he wrote a book, Dr. Jack Wilson did, called The Paleocardiologist. Mm. And if you look them up, they're a phenomenal couple. They raise their children completely holistically. And they're from, well, he's from a medical background. So he has an incredible story. And she's an incredible woman. And she is a teacher. Um, we have Dottie Sunshine, who is woman empowerment all the way. Um, she runs a, an organization called Moms in Charge, which is a, a great way to connect with other moms as well. Um, and we have who else do we have? Oh, and these, these are all these are all teachers at your academy. These are all teachers. Mm -hmm. These are amazing uh, women who are already in the the health and wellness industry that are paving the way to teaching other women how to live naturally and holistically mm -hmm. and to raise their children and their family. Let's talk about uh, talking with your husband about it. If he's not on the same page, Hey, have him talk to me. Yeah. Have him talk to you, right. I'll get him in touch with who needs, who he needs to talk to. Yeah. If you do that. So what kind of courses do your, does your Academy offer? Great question. Okay. So I have a whole list of them. So we're going to be doing, like I said, the weekly yoga. We're going to be doing cooking classes with myself. We're going to be talking about a class on forgiveness. Isn't that cool? Mm -hmm. Class on forgiveness. Um, why love can heal all things. We're going to be talking about homeopathy. Sarika Sinnerhouse, um, she is an acupuncturist, and she knows all about natural and alternative ways to heal yourself. So she's going to be teaching those classes. We're going to do classes on meditation. Um, have you ever heard of emotion code? No, I have not. Yeah. So we're going to have um, classes on emotion code, which is basically healing yourself and your emotions on the DNA level. Hmm. Okay. Um, 
We're going to talk about chakras, how our chakra system plays into the role of illness and sickness and how when we can turn the wheel of our energy system, how we become in alignment with our health. We'll talk about healing the gut and why the gut is so important. Our immune system. Is this enough for you or should I go on? No, no, it's great. I think people should go to your website and there's a lot yeah. of classes. I looked at the list. I think people should yeah. go to womenswellnessacademy.com and look at the whole offering. It's it's very, very interesting. I love what you're doing. I think it's very important. There's such a huge demand for uh, for women and, and any, really anyone to learn more about health. Uh, it's just it's exploding because so many more people are taking responsibility for their health and they, they're hungry for information. Absolutely. I mean, I've never even heard of a school like this before. Mm-hmm. And I know that if – why would I go through years of schooling just to get where I'm at today? If you can go through a few months of at Women's Wellness Academy – get great information and that you can carry through for the rest of your life. Yeah. Not only that, but when you're a student, uh, for one cycle, cause we have cycles instead of, Hey, we're women, right? Mm-hmm. We, have, we have cycles. <laughs> so, uh, we don't have semesters, we have cycles. And, uh, so when you go through one cycle, okay, it's three months long, but not only that you're a student for life. So as long as we're in business, you can take classes. Mm -hmm. You'll be updated on new classes. You can come into our yoga classes, which are virtual, um, which will be, I believe it's going to be on a Google Hangout Mm -hmm. is mostly the platform. Um, You can take cooking classes. I mean, and it's all just evergreen for you. Mm -hmm. Great. Great. So when can people enroll? When do the classes begin? Okay. Classes begin January 18th. They can enroll now. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Fantastic. Yeah. So everyone go to womenswellnessacademy.com uh, to learn more. And I have a question I'd like to ask all of my guests. What do you think is the most pressing health issue in the world today? What do I think is the most pressing health issue? Mm-hmm. Uh, well, this is, uh, there's so many pressing health issues. One is that, can I just say a couple? Yes, absolutely. Okay. uh, Okay. Well, one, we have a deficiency in the soil, right? So that we're not getting enough minerals and vitamins uh, and nutrients from our food. Then we're being sprayed by tons of toxins, right? And chemicals on our food. Then we have GMOs. Then we have vaccines. So those are the most pressing in my world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they're, they're, they're very pressing health issues because uh, they're the underlying causes of disease, the mineral deficiencies that we're lacking in our food and all the toxins and chemicals. That's my exact message that I talk about yeah. on my website um, because those are the true underlying causes of disease that people need to wake up to and uh, you know take control of as much as they can. Absolutely. And I, and I love that you have a program on minerals because once you put the right minerals in your body, you're going to see big changes, especially in your thyroid and your adrenals and your brain function. So kudos to you and thank you for having a program like that. 
Yeah. Well, thank you. And thank you for educating women, um, on, you know, becoming more healthy and being able to, you know, provide for their families better when it comes to educating themselves on their health. Um, so wanting to the listeners a little bit more about you, where they can find you. Well, you can find me on Facebook. Uh, you can find me on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me, uh, on my, uh, my own website, which is Nikki Jensen.com. Now my, my husband's family is, uh, from, Poland. So they spell Jensen different. So it's J E N C E N, Mm -hmm. which is a bit different. So it's Nikki Jensen.com, which is pretty easy. And then I'm on pretty much all the platforms, Facebook, uh, Twitter, Instagram, all those. Okay. Fantastic. Well, thank you so much for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Oh, I appreciate you. Thank you. (laughs) And listeners, if you want to learn more about me, you can go to my website, liveto110.com and learn all about minerals and nutrition and my version of paleo, the modern paleo diet, and all about detoxification. I have a new website coming out in January for mineralpower.com. That's my healing and detox program. So definitely go check that out. Thank you so much for listening to the Live to 110 podcast.